Episode 295, uh, Spring Hill Jack, in Dublin, in 2020. <laughs> Hello and welcome, thank you for joining me. Um, it's 2020, um, hopefully the Covid isn't, uh, isn't been too, uh, not too bad to you now. Um, it's nice to see, certainly in uh, lots of parts of Europe now, that um, there's less people getting it, there's even less people going to hospital, and there's even less people dying from it, so... I think that's always good. Um, the kids are going back to school, which is fantastic news. They need to be in school, so uh, so yeah. So it's um, it's pretty good, and yeah, I hope you're all doing okay now out there. I did notice quite a few um, people on YouTube and some podcasters as well. They don't say hello and welcome you into the uh, into the podcast, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm English, but I always feel I should um, you know I should say hello and, and how's it going, you know. Um, so yeah, hello. Hope it's going well. <laughs> okay, so um, this is an interesting uh, episode. Um, and I know I have uh, some followers who are, are very much into UFOs and the supernatural and things like that. And I certainly consider myself to be a sceptic. I'm very sceptical. In a, in a positive way, though, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, you know, maybe a part of me would love to believe a lot of these things. And uh, uh, I just want to... Uh, I just want to talk about something. Well, it actually happened to me fairly recently. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I thought of it at the time, the the, the incident. Um, but it got me thinking about Spring Hill Jack. Um, and I think those of you who have an interest in, you know, um, the supernatural, especially those maybe in the UK more than anywhere. Um, but there is an Irish connection as well to Spring Hill Jack. Or allegedly, who knows, you know. But uh, I think it's a fascinating story. And I certainly don't believe um, I can maybe do it justice. But essentially, um, as this Wikipedia page uh, is telling us, Springfield Jack is an entity in English folklore of the Victorian era. Um, and, you know, there was um, sightings in the early part of the 19th century. I think it was 1837, it says here, according to Wikipedia. Um, initially, it was in London where this character would appear, it'd leap out at people and leap away again. And, you know, there was all sorts of really crazy stuff going on here there was like blue flames coming out of his mouth and stuff like that you know there was all sorts of things which yeah it could have been well the theory i think that seems to have settled with a lot of people now is it was some aristocrats with a bet on how they could scare people and be appear in the news you know but it was quite interesting and over quite a long period of time there were sightings of this character and it was fairly similar he had quite a supernatural appearance but there was all. There was never the suggestion it wasn't a man. You know, it was always a man in a suit. I think um, they never said like it was a you know a creature. I think there was always the feeling that it was a man that had some weird superhuman abilities. You know, he could jump over buildings and you know whatever. He seemed to make a habit of uh, scaring young young women. Um, yeah, which doesn't do Spring Hill Jack any 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 service there. Now I just scroll up a little bit there. So there's a. There's a, uh, I don't know, someone, an artist's impression. Um, and uh, from the the accounts that I've read, they don't seem to tie in with that sort of character. Um, it's quite interesting that um, it, it's actually connected to, um, you know, these comic book heroes that we have now and that there's maybe some similarity. Um, part of it was he was he was bad and, you know, he was scary. But he never seemed to really hurt anybody. 
Um, apart from maybe trying to rip women's clothes off. <clears throat> he didn't seem to actually physically harm anybody. And he didn't, you know, uh, kidnap or murder anybody. But he had an interesting appearance, devil-like appearance. And there was a few sightings. And it was interesting that, uh, I'm just going down here a little bit now, um, the initial sightings were in London. And, uh, you know, there was always a folklore around certain characters. Um, I mean, they mentioned the bogeyman, the boogeyman, whatever, uh, and ghosts. But... I don't think he sort of fits that remit, to be honest. He doesn't seem to fit in there. Um, he definitely could be an aristocrat, you know, too much time on his hands, too much money, maybe drunk, uh, doing a bet or something, you know. And yeah, so, um, yeah, you could probably go with that. And for most, I think, um, you know, most of the sightings were up until the end of the 19th century, and then I think it says Liverpool, and maybe even Scotland, but Liverpool was in 1904. Now... It's interesting, there are some things on this article, uh, this is Wikipedia, which you can't always 100% believe, can you, you know, but um, the Mayor of London in 1838 apparently got anonymous complaints that this was a lot of aristocrats, which is for 1838, so that was you know one of the reasons, you know. Um, you can see there's a, a nice interesting picture there of, uh, of him leaping, you know, over this gate. And I think what's interesting is... It's the leaping bit, you know. I mean, anyone can dress up in a suit and scare people, can't they? Not sure about the blue flames coming out of the mouth, but, I mean, the leaping was was a crucial part of this um, character, you know. And like I said, there was never... I mean, they might have said a demon or a strange figure, but I don't. looking at the, <laughs> the contemporary reports, it was always a man, you know, in a suit, really. You know, that essentially was it, with some amazing powers. It was never like a creature, really, you know, from, from the accounts. Um, and the Lord Mayor of London, he was his skeptical. It's just they're doing some sort of, you know, some sort of bet on that they should scare people getting in the news, whatever. But there's other cases here. The old sock case from 1838. Um, thought it was a police officer, you know, and all of a sudden, he, uh, you know, he exposed himself as the, you know, as uh, spring Hill Jack. But, uh, you know, a lot of this, I don't know, the large helmet clothing appeared to be very tight-fitting, resembled white oil skin, began tearing a gown and clothes, Ooh, was a bit a bit worried. But, you know, the, he always fled, he always got scared, he always got scared of Jesus out of him and he went, you know. Um, nine days later, there's the scales case. Again, a woman, young woman with a sister, you know, a blue flame, quantum blue flame in her face. It's very interesting, the blue flame, and I don't, you know, I don't know if you know much about flame, but essentially if you see a blue flame, I know it can be a chemical flame that's coloured blue, I suppose, but when I see a, a, like, you know, if you're burning something, if it's burning purely, it's blue. If it's yellow, it means it's really inefficient burning. That's something I must have picked up somewhere on the internet or in school, you know, but interesting, it was a blue flame, you know, a quantity blue in her face, and she went blind for a bit, and, you know, she had fits for several hours, and, yeah, so it's some very interesting stuff going on here now. Um... You know, they talk about there could have been an originally one person and then there's copycats. Yeah, there could have been that, I think. You know, it's very interesting, you know. So, the last report, just scrolling forward. And, and, you know, if you really want to learn more about Spring Hill Jack, please do. Um, there's been some great um, accounts written, um, way better than I could ever do justice. And like I said, I'm just looking at Wikipedia here, you know. And he was quite quite, quite the man, or quite the character in, in the 19th century. I do apologise saying uh, he was a man all the time, but the contemporary accounts do say it was a man anyway, so we'll, we'll go with that. Um, the one at the barracks in Aldershot was quite interesting, but then again, someone said, ah, oh, well, that was one of the guys, you know, taking the mick, whatever, you know, and he was having to go at the other guys, and, you know, anyway, it's hard to know. But from looking at it, 
you know, these events were designed to get some attention, maybe, you know, and maybe that's why people did them, you know. Uh, you know, the one thing that interests me, though, of all this um, is this common thread of spring-heeled, you know, being able to, you know, jump, you know, over tall buildings or move very rapidly. Um, and that's sort of relevant about the story I'm going to regale in a short while, that... Um, yeah, that's I'd read about Spring Hill Jack quite a lot, and a lot of other characters, Mothman, there's Owlman as well, isn't there? There's loads of them, but this one caught me mind, caught me eye in a sense because I remember reading about it, and then an experience I had very recently, so I went, oh, could that be? But anyhow, listen, let's talk a bit more about Spring Hill Jack. But uh, it's interesting, there's there is an Irish connection, um, and just trying to see if I can find it here now. But there was a uh, Marquis of uh, of Waterford, Irish nobleman. Um, it was a popular rumour circulating as early as 1840 that, um, you know, he could have been the suspect now, you know. Apparently, he didn't like women, and <laughs> he didn't like women, he didn't like the police, you know, and uh, a bit of a rebel rouser of the day, I suppose. Um, and he was in the news for drunken brawling, brawling, I was going to say brawling, that's a something else, drunken brawling, brutal jokes on vandalism, and was said to do anything for a bet, you know. Uh, it sounds a bit like the stereotypical Irishman here now, but anyhow... Um, so he was in London during some of these events. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, in 1880, he was named as a perpetrator by E. Cobbenbrew, who said that Mark, the market Mark was used to amuse himself by springing on travellers and words to frighten them. You know, and, you know, yeah, okay, maybe he had copycats, whatever. But apparently he got married and settled down uh, in 1842, died in 1859, and, well, it couldn't be him for the ones later on, I suppose. But there's an Irish connection there, which um, I find interesting. And Waterford, you know, um, I don't, I'm not familiar with Curramore House in County Waterford. I'm familiar with Waterford in County Waterford. Maybe somewhere I should have a have a look, see if it's still there, and, and do a bit of research. Seeing as I'm not too far away, it's only a two and a half hours drive away from from Dublin. So that um, there's also mentioned in other countries, which I think is nice. Um, the Spring Man of Prague. Um, there's all sorts of other, you know, as well. This this seems to be a thread of. Been able to leap, you know, um, tall structures. Now, I don't, I don't believe we're talking about leaping over buildings and things like that. I don't think that. Maybe there's some embellishment to some of these stories, but the spring-heeled aspect seems to be quite fundamental uh, to this. So, anyhow, yeah, I read a bit about him. I think I'd seen a few documentaries. One of those things, you know. So, a couple of weeks ago, um, and as you, if you're a regular listener. Like a lot of people at the moment, um, stuck in the house for the most of it. Um, I work from home. This is my home office where I am, and I apologise. There's, there's light coming in there now. I'll just try and reduce that a little bit. I'll look a little bit more handsome now without the bright on one side of my face. So basically, I've been in the house a lot, um, you know, because working from home, the COVID, everything. You know, everyone's been in the same situation. Believe me, I'm not the only one. So. But anyhow, um, you know, I do try and keep active. I don't want to sit here for 12 hours a day, you know. So I do get up and walk around a little bit, you know. And I have a little bit of a routine. Um, I get up and I look out the back window, my back bedroom window, you know, and uh, just, just look out, see the world go by, you know. You might get still playing going over. It's nighttime, I might see the moon. You know what, it's, uh, I'm in a big house, live on my own. It's, you know, it's handy enough, like, you know. So I'd be walking around. So a couple of weeks ago, anyway, it would have been... It was going dark. Now, um, we're into... Well, we just started September there now. Um, so, the, the, you know, it's been getting dark earlier and earlier. So I'm not quite sure the time that it was. I would say it would have been 
Uh, I'm just looking at the clock now, 25. So it would have been maybe 8 o'clock in the evening, and it was dusk. It definitely wasn't bright, uh, and you could see it was slowly getting dark. I was looking to the west, um, so obviously the sun must have been setting quite a lot. It was behind buildings, if you like, you know, so I wasn't actually seeing I couldn't see the sun in my eyes, anyway. And I remember looking down, um, so there's the, the estate I'm on, there's another part at the back of the house. There's a bit of a field, and there's a, you know, a part of the estate at the back of the house. And I remember looking down, and I saw somebody, um, just a, a person, you know, um now what's happened with covid is a lot of people go out doing like walks to do circuits <laughs> they're the cycling they're walking they're running and you know sometimes when i'm in the office for a few hours you'd see people going past again and again they'd be doing circuits you know and i looked at this particular part of the estate and uh, they were walking up you know sort of not towards me but alongside you know and i don't know you know when you see something peculiar that's not what you'd expect it doesn't always hit you like oh my god what's going on here it's i was a bit dazed and confused so basically this this person okay and, and you know from from the distance i knew it was a person it was a shape of a person you know not especially tall now um but you know maybe normal to you know low adult sized they were coming up um on the part of this i'll show a diagram in a moment of the, the route that they took and uh it looked like they were going very fast, right? It looked like they were moving faster than would be normal. Um, it was an odd thing because um, I don't know how long... I've measured the distance now um, as to what the distance was. But I remember looking at this person moving and they basically uh, came up to, alongside and then sort of turned away from me and around again. Um, and they covered a distance um, where... Normally, just you know, from, from the having seen people walking around and doing that without running, you know, would take a you know a, a good period of time, maybe a minute, you know, tens of seconds, whatever. Uh, but this person managed to cover the, that amount of ground in maybe three or four seconds, and I felt there was something unusual about the movement. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like a constant, as you'd imagine, moving along. It was almost like um, they were moving and then they would leap. They would move rapidly, and then slow down a bit, and then move rapidly again. It was an it was an unusual motion. Now, don't get me wrong; I mean, this could be someone who doesn't run very often, and they've done a bit of running, and oh, she's have to slow down again, you know. So, I thought about this, and at the time, I it sort of struck me as strange, you know. But I wasn't like, oh my god, I was trying to trying to reason with it in in some ways. I think I'm quite. Um, I'm quite sceptical about most things, but I'm very reasonable and logical and trying to work things through. And I remember seeing the person doing this motion and whatever and thinking, just that was very, you know, and even since, the week since, that, you know, I'd just be looking out the back and I'd see people, you know, I've not seen anything like it. I've not seen people who are running, you know, people are sprinting, you know, and all sorts of stuff. There wasn't the same motion, you know. So it was very interesting. And it's only the last few days, it was on my mind again. Yeah. <laughs> I think because I hadn't seen anybody doing the similar thing, I don't know, it sounds silly. I didn't see the same, I don't believe I've seen the same person. But I've got a, a diagram here. Now, I've I blurred out some of the uh, the, the road names. Um, I, I don't want hundreds of people coming around looking for Spring Hill Jack, if I'm honest, you know, because it might be nothing. But um, it, there's a bit of a diagram. So what, what we're looking at here is an aerial view from Google Maps. So this is an, a part of the estate. The other side, you know, I can I can look upon. I'm over here somewhere, and I can look down this way, and it's a good distance away, you know, maybe a hundred meters away or so. 
I'm not directly there. And there's a nice, I'm using my hands and points, I don't know why I should use this. There's a nice bit of green stuff here, like, you know. Um, so I measure the distance. So if you see here, there's a zero. Now this is using uh, Google Maps and measure distance. So this is roughly where I saw, um, I'm going to say the person, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't even have a word for it. The person was about here, you know, and I'm just gazing, I'm just not even taking any notice really, but I did notice the person's there. And there seemed to be, um, the initial motion was maybe they were running, but they were they were coming up quite quick, you know. And then from about here, um, around the corner, it almost seemed like a couple of leaps. It was the oddest motion. And, you know, I don't know if... I don't know. Uh, it's a motion I hadn't seen people put a person do really, you know, if they're dancing and leaping around. It just seemed that to cover this, I mean, it's 100 metres, so from when I initially saw the person to this 100 metres here, I reckon it was in less than five seconds, okay? Now, I don't know what the world record is for 100 metres. I think it used to be 10, 12 seconds. I know I, know I could do it in about 15 when I was young and fit, but... It wasn't like it was a constant speed. It was like this was a sort of gradual thing. And all of a sudden, it felt like it was a leap, and then another leap, and then a, a normal, and then a leap again. You know, so it was a very strange motion um, of, of the way that someone could could move. And I, I think I understand the running. I understand jogging. I've seen all you know, and I've seen a lot of people doing that around this around the estate. You know, but. Um, this quite shook me a little bit at the time. And the funny thing is, when you see, and I mean, I'm sure lots of people listening, lots of people out there, you've had, you might have seen something funny, and what the hell is that? You know, what's going on there? You know, and you try and reason and work it through, you know, and uh, it, took, it took a long time, even afterwards. And just that was very strange, you know, you know. And I was trying to work out, and then, you know, you'd be watching stuff online, or you'd be watching stuff on the TV. And, you know, since I've been looking out the back in the nighttime, and, you know, you see people around and they're running, they're jogging, they're walking. I've never seen anything like that. It was the, it was the strangest, it was the strangest thing I'd ever seen a person. A person. I've seen some pretty strange things from people now, and it was this. And this is what brings us back, I suppose, to Spring Hill Jack in a sense. Is that, you know, there was portions of the movement that was just like someone running or jogging, you know, maybe walking very fast, but to cover, you know, a hundred, hundred and fifty meters and going out of view. They went out of view at you know, this corner here, so they were going around this this section of the estate. Um, it's just it was incredible to see, you know. And uh, I did think, you know, I had a glass of wine. Maybe was I a little bit drunk, you know? And uh, was I imagining, you know? Um, there was definitely somebody here. There was definitely somebody moving, you know. But it, like I say, it was dance. It was like a leaping motion. This sudden, and you know, maybe you could do that. Maybe you could run and then suddenly sprint. But it was a very unusual motion to see someone going around the corner. Now, I know if you look at this scale, it looks quite a sharp corner, but obviously the path falls around bit. And, you know, I remember them coming up and doing like a, a big leap and then a bit of a run, and then a big leap again, you know, and covering what is 100, 150 metres. Um, it wouldn't have been more than maybe five seconds, you know. And I sort of wish it was, it was brighter and, and more visible. Um, because it looked like there was a, a, a real leaping sort of motion, and I, I think a bit of a bit of daylight, um, a bit of light on the scene would would have definitely helped. Now we have got some very good lights on the estate now. They're um, they're a proper, you know, like a white um, light. They don't like uh, the high pressure sodium. They're real LED lights. They're, they're fantastic. I mean, astronomers hate them, <laughs> but they're great for looking at colours and things like that. You know. But I have to say, it's one of those things that, you know, it's definitely stuck in my mind. And I'll definitely keep my eye out now. But um, 
it was just very strange, you know, and I do wonder uh, whatever this person was doing. Let's let's keep it logical, and you know, <laughs> what what was they doing? Me, you know, they. I mean, maybe they do the long jump. Maybe they were practicing something crazy, you know. But like I say, I measured the distance there, and it was in excess of a hundred meters, you know, and, and they covered it in a in a very short period of time. Um, I'm I'm thinking around five seconds, maybe slightly less. Um, so it was incredible. So so yeah. So um, <laughs> in in absence of a, a logical, uh, reasonable explanation, um, it, it does look like that there might be something in uh, Spring Hill Jack. Um, maybe amongst us there are people who, who maybe don't even realise it. You know, I'm just pointing this out there who have extraordinary abilities. You know, physically been able to leap and jump and do crazy stuff. You know. Um, and maybe they don't even know themselves that it's anything special, you know, but um, just crazy, you know, a pretty obscure part of Dublin, late one night, well, I'd say late, and, you know, during some, you know, the summer setting, just casually looking out the back window, and to see somebody doing the most extraordinary things um, was was quite incredible, and uh, I think, you know, if you've listened to a lot of my podcasts, you'll realise that uh, I think I, I try and be fair you know and and logical when i try and and reason things but um (laughs) the the only logical reasonable explanation i have at the moment unless more evidence comes to light to the country is that um i i I saw spring heel jack um in dublin in 2020 thank you for listening